Hello, hello. How's it going? Everything's good, man. Everything's good. Got me loud and clear? Yeah, you sound good. All right, here we go, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Grown Pay Podcast. I am your host, Leo with an I, joined by the best co-host from the West Coast, Bishop with a B. How's it going, Bishop? Everything's good out here, man. Everything's good. Things cooling down, so we on the up. Man, I wish I was out there. We were supposed to make it out there to California in about a week or so, but uh, unfortunately, we're unable to do it, so it's looking like the time frame got pushed back for another week, but uh, we hopefully get together, and uh, we're going to do this podcast uh, together live, and I can't wait to get uh, I want to. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be on point. Yeah. Well, I want to thank everybody again for tuning in to Grown Pay Podcast. We really appreciate your support. Uh, once again, um, you can reach us at grownfaypodcast at gmail.com. You can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and a few other platforms out there. We hope that you like this podcast. We're putting in a lot of work for you guys. and uh, it's, it's, it's birthing something inside of me. It's birthing a, a uh, I'm being rejuvenated to find my faith, walk this path. I don't know about you and how you feel about it, but uh, I'm, really, uh, I'm really feeling confident in the uh, path that we're on right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Anything that you um, you kind of invest in to to give to people, man, it it definitely has an effect on you as well. So that's uh, that's the hope. Yeah, and I want to start off by uh, um, shouting out to the women out there, like my wife right now, who's putting down the babies as we're as they're all sick. They've been sick all week, and to all the strong women out there who raise strong men. I don't believe in the fact that a, a woman can't raise a man. I believe some women can raise men better than most men, um, you know, and I just want to just give a shout out to all the strong women out there who stand by us while we're doing, you know, I guess uh, hobbies to them or whatever it may be. But I just want to give a shout out to all the strong women and say that next week we are having a, another strong woman on the podcast. And one thing I've been looking for was having a female's, uh, uh, perspective on things and seeing how how they feel about uh, bringing faith into their family. So uh, you know, I don't know if you you know want to give a shout out to any strong women in your life, um, but I think believe that without them, you know, none of this is possible. Oh yeah, oh yeah! Big round of applause to all the ladies out there. I have so many women in my family um, that have assisted in raising me. I have way more women uh, than there was men around. So um, you know, big ups to them. Um, and I think any any guy who's you know, had a great deal of women in their life who played a big part, whether it's a mother, aunt, grandmothers, whatever the case may be, great aunts, great grandmothers, whatever you're blessed with. Uh, you can definitely say that there's a difference uh, in you because of them. So, yeah, round of applause. Clap it up. Yeah. I was, uh, what is it called, raised by my mom. And I, we weren't even supposed to start like this, but, uh, man, it's just something that I felt. Uh, you know, yeah, I was raised by my mom. She was pretty much a single mom, from what I would say. I uh, had my father in, in my life for a short time. It wasn't the most... Uh, or the acrimonious, you know, event, and you know, as far as him being a part of it, but I think my mom did a good job as far as raising someone, um, you know, and being there for me, and uh, I just really appreciate that that she was there, you know, and I think a lot of people can attest to that that women do play a part in your life and can have a very positive effect in your faith, you know, and and I I have about another what one or you know two other women in my family who I can say that are strong believers in in Christ and and they're a believer in their faith and. Just want to give them a shout out, man. I really appreciate everything that they have done for me in my life. And it's just been a good journey, you know, and uh, to all the women out there, I really appreciate you. If you're listening, uh, please send us some questions. You know, I would love to get your perspective. And I think next week is going to be a good one to, to get a good, um, 
to get a perspective from a woman, you know? So um, that's it, you know? But uh, let's get this started. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, this week, um, the journey that people are on, you know? And uh, I don't know if you got to check out the movie The Way, but there's a few movies quite out there. There's the movie The Way that I really... I really love that movie and into the wild. And if you haven't seen the movie, the way it's about a kid or not a kid, but, uh, I would say, what is he? Middle age, uh, thirties, forties, who, who left his, his practice and he wanted to travel the world and just, you know, um, see different things. And it also into the wild, a kid who pretty much had it all, who gave up his college, life uh good grades and ended up burning his money uh to walk into the wild you know both of them didn't end too well both of them ended in death uh you know it's kind of crazy but they saw something and you know i guess if, if death is the the end result maybe they ended up leaving this earth a lot happier than some of us you know and i don't know if you got to check out those movies but uh maybe what do you feel about that about people who throughout history have decided to leave uh, their society, uh, whether it be Western uh, culture, Eastern culture, or civilized culture, but they've, they're out there on a journey, you know, uh, seeking something. And, um, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm a part of that, man. I feel like there's something inside of me that, that wants to start that kind of search. I don't know how you feel, you know, about that. You know, I, I mean, I haven't gotten a chance to see either one of those, um, uh, those, those movies you spoke of, but, you know, I do believe that even from a, a fictional standpoint, um, you know, you know, even if these movies are taken from examples of people who've really done it, I think the the, the death in the end and giving up everything to, to go ahead and pursue this journey is symbolic as well of what we do or what we must do as individuals for a lot of the baggage and the things that we hold on to, whether it be our ego, old ways and so on and so forth, these things that we have to give up essentially to, to die, to be reborn again. And this is outside of just what Christianity speaks of, but you essentially have to do that in every sense. You have to give up the way you were in those ways so you can go ahead and be reborn into this new version of yourself. Um, and so I think even if those directors or producers or writers or whatever the case may be, when they put these movies together, you know, the deaths at the end, if there is a death that comes at the end, I think that that could be taken as a physical death, but I also think it could be taken as they finally reached that point where it was time to give up everything that they were before and become that new thing. So, you know, I, um, I think that uh, it's necessary always for us to refine and to renew and uh, let go of what served us before, because it's not going to serve us in a new season of our life. We needed to be this person, you know, for this season. And now that that season's over, we need to be a different person. So a lot of times I think that's what stunts grow is that people hold on to who they were uh, trying to, 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 to prosper in where they are. And, you know, they didn't realize, Hey, these were signs telling you, you need to give up and die to the old self and be reborn to the new. So, you know, I think it's just a part of the journey, man. Yeah. One of the part of the movie, like I, I saw the movie because I've read the book and the book is always better than the movie, mm -hmm. but the movie, I think did a good justice. Um, and there was a part at the end he he scribes in a in one of his journals that you know this journey and I guess he came to a realization is better traveled with people with his family and it was a little bit too late for him and he he ended up passing man and for, for those who haven't seen the movie I think it's a it's a great movie man it, but he did realize that as he 
<clears throat> lost his life that or he as he was at the end of his stage of his life because of hunger he missed his family and he missed those that were close to him you know and i i think that the journey maybe not all journeys are meant to be traveled with a group but there are some journeys that are meant to be traveled solo but i just thought it did, it did a good a good justice as far as the movie the the book went and yeah. the reason why i got started on this topic is because i was as i was reading that book uh the buddha and the christ it says that he, you know, here, here you go. He had everything in his life as well. Mm -hmm. Here he comes from a, a, a family of, of, of great um, resources. His father was a king, and you know, tried to prevent him from going on his journey, and you know, he ended up leaving everything behind. But one thing that really stuck out to me, man, is that it says that the gods were showing him, like uh, suffering, showing him because he was prevented from seeing that he was living in a world of like luxury of, of sex of, of everything that he wanted, but he was unaware that there was actual suffering going on around him. Mm -hmm. And as he went out into this journey, it says that it was like the gods. Okay. Like they left them now, you know, like we're looking from afar and we're like, okay, here's your journey. Go on it now. Like we're not, we're not going to interfere and one thing that it really stuck out to me because I'm wondering how many people like, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust you. And then they go out on this journey and they're like, all right, where are you? You know, we need you. Like, and, and you're looking for somewhere into the sky, but maybe this, I'm wondering like, and I feel like maybe I'm looking back on my life, how many times has he said, hey, go on this journey, but trust in your power of yourself, you know, like believe in yourself that you're not going to have to always look out for me. Somewhat like of a parent that's just, you know, allowing their kid to take their first walk, you have to let go in order for that kid to become stronger. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think, you know, when we, when we talk about the journey, and, and, you know, it's unfortunate in a lot of cases because in faiths, you know, such as many people who may be Christian, it's not about realizing your own power that you get taught, you know, in the beginning. So it's interesting when you set off on your own as an adult, like, hey, you know, I want to get deeper, I want to get closer. You start and then you are looking for God because you 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 hadn't made the agreement like, OK, I know you're going to disappear. So uh, I'm cool with that. But, you know, what I'm saying it does happen. And so many people who are truly uh, seeking, they do find themselves in those situations where you you find yourself all alone. You know, you find yourself in that uh, sometimes what they call the dark night of the soul. And um, you, you're in this place where it's either going to be a breakthrough or you're going to break down and you're in the midst of breaking down. You know what I mean? So. Um, you know, I think that 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 right there is kind of the, the, the pivotal part in the journey when you find yourself crying out or yelling out, hey, where are you? But you don't hear anything because now there's a there's an amount of expectation and trust that's put in you because, you know, we're, we're, we're believing that the creator, you know, God, however you want to put it, the universe loves you. So um, now there's a level of trust that's being placed in you for you, you know, opposed to. Uh, someone stepping in all the time and, and making sure that, you know, all the corners are rounded out and that, you know, you don't hurt yourself too bad. Now it's all right. I got to step back and let you do your thing because I need you to become, you know, and I think that um, in that process, that's when you realize, okay, okay, I'm either going to find my way in this because I'm not just going to get the answers clearly um, or I'm not. Um, and I think that that's, that's, that's the hardest part. You know, it's the hardest part because, you start out a lot of people, a lot of people in their journeys. If you notice, a lot of people start out with like a, a lot of confirmation, a lot of um, 
messages from God, a lot of, you know, uh, confirmations coming through other people, coming through other ways. And then all of a sudden it just goes bare. There's nothing. And you're asking in the same way. You're asking for the same things that you used to, yet there's nothing happening. Why? Because you have to now become a new person and ask in a new way, uh, the mature you way. And, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it's tough. You know, that's the toughest part, I think, of the journey, man. Um, the tough love. Yeah. Yeah, tough love. And and I think the, the part that is telling you to choose, I think there's a part it's like, okay, there's as a parent, there's the tough love. But I think as the other part, it's like, okay, I have to choose. I have to choose. Am I going to awaken to my own power? Because I realize that that's what I'm going to need to dig myself out of this. You know, if there's no shovel and angels coming with them to be, you know, to, to, to be used to get me out of this, that means that I have to find something within myself to do this. Um and so I think that there's the tough love, but then there's also the fact that, hey, you know, I have to choose who I'm going to be now. Am I going to be the old me? Because the old me is going to get buried here, period. Mm, um, yeah. uh, or am I going to be the new me who musters up the strength to dig my way out of this, to climb my, out of this hole and, and, to, and to live life as this, this newer version of myself? So to be honest, man, I think a lot of people don't get past that part. Uh, they, a lot of people just don't decide, you know, I don't want to work for it. I don't want to dig myself out of it. And um, I'm not expecting you to do it anymore, God, either, because you ain't did nothing in a long time. That's how a lot of people, you get frustrated. So then they just sit. Either way, you're going to bury yourself. So um, I think that it's it's those pivotal moments where you have to say, okay, well, I know God, you have to reason it. Sometimes you have to reason like, okay, well, God did this, 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 and this, or if this has been done in my favor by the universe or this, that, and the other before, that, that shows love. So why would the love just be taken away? It's okay. If I reason that the love hasn't been taken away, then I'm going to go ahead and assume that this is for my betterment as well. Mm. And so you begin to reason your way out of that hole. <laughs> but it could also be like impatience though, too, like mm. where, you know, where we're, we're praying, we're praying, we're praying for so long. And then, all right, you go on this thing on this journey, whatever it is. And then you're like, okay, where are you? And it's only been two weeks, man. <laughs> you know, or mm -hmm. like someone that says, Hey, I want to get, I want to get, I want to bulk up. What do I got to do to bulk up in two months? You're not going to bulk up in two months. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and I feel like maybe that impatience of us is like, okay, now, all right, you sent me. Now, where is it at now? Mm -hmm. You know, you're no longer here. Where did you go? Mm -hmm. You know, and as, as a parent, and it, it, it kind of, it's funny, like when you have a kid, you know, um, we got this big book on, on how to prep for the baby, um, what to expect the day of, of giving birth and, all of this stuff that prepped us for the baby. But there was, as soon as you have a kid, man, it's mm -hmm. like, here you go. Mm -hmm. You know, um, hope you read your book. You know, <laughs> right. hope you, you know, uh, hope you read three books or whatever it is. But it's, it's your, it's yours now. It's yours to take home. They're not there to wipe the, the, the kid's butt. You know, it's, it's all on you. And for my first kid, man, it was really hard for me to stay up. I don't know how women do it, you know. Um, but she was already there. It was, like, instinctive for her, you know. And, and I feel like that's part of the journey, man. Like, where, okay, now you gave birth to this, this idea or to this, this path or whatever it is. But now it's time for you to walk. And it, it, it's almost like a sink or swim almost kind of deal for someone who feels, you know, what's going on, where are you at? But. No, I think that's a parent mentality uh, from a God standpoint of, okay, no, you got to walk now, you know? And, and it is something like, I'm like, man, where's the book at, man, to teach me how to raise this, 
this this little this little guy this little girl of mine and and uh for women man it, it just seemed like it was instinctive for at least for my wife to to how to hold them i didn't even know how to hold the kid you know and you know and uh i didn't have anybody look at for hey how do i do this dad or how do i do this mom you know it's something that i had to learn you know and i think that that's a lesson in itself that i'm being taught uh even now where you know when you're on this journey uh or as far as even for grown faith you know okay what are you going to do now mm-hmm. you know and i had to like really step it up and i feel like that's a part of everything you're going to have your bumps and bruises but there is a lesson for that bump and bruise that we're going through, you know? And, and it was something that like it led into, we were supposed to talk about Eckhart Tolle. I've been calling him Tolle. I guess his name is Tolle. Mm-hmm. Tolle, you know, I feel really stupid, but it is what it is. You know, I, I like the sound of Tolle anyways. <laughs> um, but as I was thinking about it, where it was talking about this awakening that's occurring. Um, but I was wondering like, is there a counter to that? And as I was listening to one of his podcasts, he was saying, yes, it's like a collective uh, fight that's going on against, I guess, humanity, um, where it's trying to stop that awakening. Mm -hmm. You know, and I feel like that's that's something that it ties into it because everybody's talking like I feel it like and like uh, he was actually on Oprah where he says that, you know, if you're listening to this, you're on that awakening, you're on that journey. And I feel the same thing here. Like if you're listening to grown faith. You know, and you t- chose to tune back in. You're on this journey of seeking. You're on this journey of uh, a path. So I just want to give guy, uh, people who are listening to this uh, words of encouragement to keep it up. You know, like you might stump your foot, you might fall over a little bit, but you know, it maybe it's for the good in the long run. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I think um, you know there was this, there's this lady, um, and I don't remember a whole lot. Um, she's she she wrote a gang of books. She's no longer. Um, in the flesh, but her name is Dolores Cannon. Mm-hmm. And, and from her perspective, um, and as a few other people, I, I, um, I've heard that what people are feeling and seeing right now is this, this shift into another dimension, uh, fourth and fifth dimension that we're in the three, third dimension, but ultimately the earth that we're experiencing right now, um, essentially will become two, but imagine people interacting with each other, but in- interacting with each other, but yet both people are on different, uh, essential earths because of their vibration because of their energy mm. so what she was saying was that what the time was going to come where your thoughts and your vibration is either going to elevate you to the new earth where things are more positive blissful so on and so forth or keep you in this old place which is what we're seeing right now a lot of destruction and so on and so forth and it's interesting because i've seen a few people uh, mirror this particular uh, mindset so you know i i the, this this journey that we're on this thing that we're that we're doing I think the the end result is much bigger than many people, you know, can imagine. Um, imagine be having the option to to have just a, a, a more beautiful experience while you're here living, but yet um, you allow the negativity and so on and so forth, or the negativity within yourself, the, the things, the areas that you don't want to deal with in yourself, keep you on a lower level, lower vibration. So therefore, you stay in a totally different uh, experience, a totally different earth. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I can I can definitely see how you know, that would be the case, but I can also see where you have the opposition. To me, though, in my own mind, the opposition is, is has been doing this thing. You know, the, it seems to me that the opposition has been, has been, uh, had its feet planted and, and, and making moves more so than the side that's trying to elevate now and trying to, to become more conscious. But either way, it can't be stopped. You know, this, this evolution in the, in the human mindset and human spirit and soul 
it's going to happen um, regardless. But, yeah, of course, everything will have a little bit of pushback. You know, what's funny is, like, as soon as you type in something, like, on the computer, like, I'm looking for a, a new iPhone, um, there's iPhones everywhere that pop up on your feed, mm-hmm. you know? Or, like, when I was looking for the microphone that I'm using now, microphones and everything popped up on my feed, mm-hmm. you know? And I definitely think that there's some kind of spiritual feed out there. There's a spiritual realm or something, man, that, like, I'm linking up with people that are going to be on this level that we're on. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. You know, definitely 100%. And I I, I, ha- I just, I have to believe that, man, because I'm seeing it now. Like, I'm, you know, for those who are tuning in, and I think that when you're searching for something, man, that spiritual feed, you're going to tie into people that are there for you. I also believe that, like, I was listening to someone, um, he's a comic, and he was saying that when he carried a gun, it was almost like he was attracting uh, negative energy to him. Like, so he just stopped carrying that gun. Mm-hmm. And when I thought that was really interesting, because here I'm thinking, like, maybe I want to carry a gun because, like, the right to the, the conceal and carry. But I'm like, well, I don't want to draw that kind of negative energy. Like, what am I putting out there is what I'm going to get back. Right. You know, so I feel like with this with this podcast, I'm going to be getting back some uh, some good information from people, some good stories and some good positive energy. And I, I'm looking forward to, to to linking up with people who are on my mindset mm-hmm. and help me grow and. But there's definitely something there, man, that, you know, like me linking up with you, mm-hmm. you know, there's something there when you're seeking something, you're going to find those other people that are going to bring out the best in you, not the worst in you, but the best in you for sure. Right. Right. Absolutely. You know, they, you know, so with that saying, they say your vibe attracts your tribe. You mm, I never heard that. I, know, I like that though. Yeah. Your vibe attracts your tribe. So, I mean, it's, you know, we're, we're dealing in a, in a, there's so much unseen going on that, uh, you know, people, that's, I think that's why people allow their lives to kind of spiral out of control because they can't see what's actually going on. But your energy, that which you put out, is only going to attract more of the same. If you don't know how to love yourself, you can't attract a mate that's going to love you properly. Mm. right? So you can't attract friends that are going to be the type of friends that you've always wanted or X, Y, Z. So, you know, who you are. And this, this is one of the things I, I tell people all the time. It's the who that's going to get you the results you're looking. Not what you know, what you have, who you know even though that's what gets pushed out, pushed, pushed in this world. Um, oh, it's all about who you know. Or if you got the money, yeah, in certain circumstances, those do have a particular type of effect. But many people that you see at the top, they tell you it's what? Lonely. So, mm. or do you find more snakes or more money, more problems? You have a lot of that as well. So is there a possible way for us to have more and yet don't increase our risk? Absolutely. But most of the time, people aren't looking at it from that perspective. So um, I think that if a person understood that, it's the who you are that's going to attract what you get in this world uh, because that's the rules of this particular universe. Um, then people will be a little bit more, okay, well, maybe I should be trying to, you know, uh, cut corners or on myself or even when I deal with other people in my business, at my job. Maybe I should do things all the way because all it's doing is training me to be 100%. And that's something I had to learn in life that, you know, even though I was never really meant for authority, the times that I did try regular jobs, you know, I never really gave it my all. I never really... Um, <laughs> tried my best where I knew I knew that I could always do more um, but I was learning a lesson um, in terms of what you put out is what you get so um, so yeah man you know you, you keep on you me anyone you keep on focusing on a particular area and putting your energy towards a certain place that's, that's what you're going to get back um, mm-hmm. just making sure though because there's a lot of people who have been putting out who've been functioning in, a, in I guess what you would consider a good manner 
and they wonder why they haven't gotten that back. Wonder why people don't treat them right when they treat people well. A lot of times, it's because of your 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 underlying beliefs about yourself. Meaning, do you really believe that good should come to you? Do you really believe that you're good? So that can intercept the energy that you're putting out there. Because if your belief about yourself is going to stand in the way, then it's just going to dissipate, and all you're going to get is more of the same that you've been getting. So, you know, we want to attract what we what we're doing. We want to attract what we've been putting out. Uh, and so, like I said, that that's going to be, you know, the case. And I think this podcast is definitely going to to rev that up uh, with myself, you know what I'm saying, with you, um, because it's what we're doing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I think doing it in, for, for reasons to help, you know, and I think that's the difference. And that's what it ties in, like, because I was reading and I was trying to, like, you know, what can I come up with this, like, just get some more, more information as I'm seeking. And I found this thing called the, the Buddhism Four Noble Truths. Mm. You know, have you? I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it says uh, number one is all living beings will suffer. Mm-hmm. You know, and number two is the origin of suffering is desire and wanting more. But it also says number three that all desires can be overcome, and then number four is the noble eightfold path. And I think that it ties into to what people like uh, that become discouraged or whatever in their path. But it says that if the noble eightfold path is right views, right intention, right speech right actions, livelihood, effort, concentration, and ecstasy. You know, so I'm wondering, like, uh, for those, like, and as I'm reading this, I was like, man, like, you know, maybe when those times when I was feeling like, man, you know, where are you now? You know, maybe I wasn't on my right path or I didn't have the right view or even the right intention, Mm -hmm. you know, where maybe I, you know, maybe I was doing things the wrong way or I was even right, uh, the right speech, I was still speaking ill of others or, Maybe I wasn't taking the right actions of actually putting in the work, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe I wasn't living right, you know, when I was out there doing whatever I was doing. Or and it says here, right effort. I didn't put in the effort or I wasn't concentrated enough, you know. So I think, man, it, I think a lot of this ties in, man, where you're on this path and you're looking for some kind of helping hand, you know, or whatever it may be. Or, or I think we all need a helping hand at one point or another because I sure have been at that point, but... You know, when you when you really tie into this, I really I really like what I've learned as far as the noble eight uh, full path, and I think that it can help a lot of people. Where where are you in this path that you're looking at and or that you're on right now? And are you do you have the right views and everything else that it says right here that may take you into the next uh, level, the next um, you know what was promised to you will be given. You know, sooner or later, I do believe that. You know, with the with the right effort and the right mindset. Like even last year when I had the right mindset and I was like, I'm going to get this house that I'm in right now. You know, I put in that effort. I had the right intention to give this house to my kids. I spoke good words. You know, I lived right. You know, the concentration and the ecstasy is me sitting in this room right now. That is, is my house and, and having this podcast. And who knows if this wasn't, uh, this, this is a, a byproduct of that, you know? And, uh, I do believe that, man. I really, I really found a lot of uh, knowledge as I'm reading into this book. I'm, Buddhism and um, some of the noble truths that they have to share with people, you know. Mm-hmm. So definitely, man. You know, it's a conversation came up today. And, you know, one of the things that I've always had issues with in life is um, uh, people who aren't authentic. You know, uh, fake people. You know, people who, you know, they cool in your face and they're doing this behind your back, or they talking mess about somebody to you, but they befriending the person or smiling in their face later on. That's that's been one of my pet peeves my whole life. I, I don't like. Because um, I think authenticity and realness is, I don't know, it's just, it's just high up on that list to me. Um, 
but then you know in my I had a job once and and that job was infested because <laughs> uh, I look at people like that with rats you know, God's still working with me. Um, <laughs> it was infested with, uh, you know, people, you know, like this. And I couldn't understand, like, I didn't know if it was the environment that bred it once you get there, or if it's just this environment drew people there, but it couldn't, I mean, the way my flow. So of course mm. I had a lot of, I had a lot of conflict there. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that, you know, today, and it's in the conversation I was having, I was like, you know, I think the lesson was for me to understand that if I value something in a person, right? If, if, if there's something that I like and we're, we're, we're cool, whatever they do outside of that interaction shouldn't concern me because that, that would mean that I, that, that would indicate growth in my end. Meaning what another person is doing outside of this particular conversation or this interaction with me shouldn't, shouldn't concern me whatsoever. Um, and, I, and I've realized that in many cases in, this, in life, that's what so many people are caught up on whether it be in a romantic relationships, friendships, family, you know, it's, it's what the other person isn't doing, um, what they aren't doing the right way, in your opinion. Um, but we have to understand that everybody's at a different level in their mm-hmm. evolution. And so, you know, I think that the things that we get caught up on, the little angry things, the little, um, we have small things that are weighing us down and are keeping us from evolving. And I think that uh, that self-reflection that many people choose not to do, or they rather brush it off. Like, oh yeah, no, I'm good, I'm good. So I wonder why was was, was not happening, God. I've, I've forgiven everybody. I'm good, I'm good. Was no, you're not really taking a look because there's somewhere in your life that you need to deal with, uh, or some things in your life rather that you need to deal with. And until that happens, you won't be able to to prosper and then build up that good energy so things can move in a particular direction. Just like you were saying, if something was off. Right. Your process and your speech and your thinking and your effort leading you up into your house. If something was off, that wouldn't have occurred. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it has to be a particular type of formula. Right. You had you 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 concocted something that brought you brought you a certain result that, like you said, could have possibly be, have led to this podcast. Even so, you know, I think people have to go back to the formula and rewrite a few things and, and, and erase here and draw and then try this because there's definitely something that's keeping you back. And it's, and, and when it comes down to the spiritual journey, we get stale uh, in a lot of cases, you know, but one thing that I would say to people is go back to the checklist before you get frustrated and you're yelling at God and you're crying out. There are those times where you're not going to hear something. Yes. But a lot of times we get frustrated and mad and we're crying out because we've missed something on the checklist. There was something that was told to you to do that you Mm -hmm. did not do. And now you've acted like you've done everything. You forgot about the thing that you were told to do, but now you're mad and frustrated, but understand that nothing's going to move until that thing is done. So for example, that particular thing could be, Hey, I want you to start going to somewhere to, to, uh, volunteer your time. Oh yeah. So you come up with it one day. Okay. You know what? Something's on my heart. Let me go volunteer my time somewhere. Some charity weeks go by. You forget to do it. Now you're trying to figure out why something isn't happening. Maybe you're looking for a job. Maybe you want a new job. Once you, whatever the case and you're frustrated, you're mad because this particular thing isn't happening. Go back to the checklist. What was the last thing that you felt in your heart that God was telling you to do? Or that spirit or whatever you want to put it told you to do. So, you know, man, and, and I think that once we all get to that point where we're, we're actively doing that all the time, going back to the checklist, we're going to find progress and progression um, in exponential amounts. Um, but until then, you know, we're going to get that dark night of the soul. We're going to get those more frustration than anything else, you know? 
No, I, I like that, man, and I'm hope and I hope that we could have provided to people here some kind of checklist with the uh, with the noble eightfold path. You know, I think that's a very good checklist right there. And as I was even reading, even the Buddha, as he was on his journey, he went from teacher to teacher and was like, "Nah, nah, this isn't it. This right. isn't it." And he he saw it himself, you know. And um, I think we're running out of time, but I, uh, yeah, I, I think that that's something that we could all learn from, man. Um, you know, maybe you didn't get the answer from the first person. You know, there might be someone else out there or someone else out there that's going to offer you something to, to reach that path. And, um, yeah, man, it, it was um, some, it's a learning lesson that we're all on. It's a learning lesson, you know. And uh, one of the lessons I learned today, one thing I want to leave everybody with is some kind of uh, effects. Uh, next time you're at a Chinese restaurant and you see that fat Buddha, just know that that isn't Buddha. You know, and I just learned that now and I'm like, wait a minute, why did I was like throwing these pennies on on this on this on this fat dude? You know, that is that is actually a um a person from Chinese folklore, but that's not Buddha himself. And another thing I learned today, man, we're gonna talk about foreskin. You know, yes, foreskin. And one thing I wanted to say was that not everything that glitters is gold. I'm sure everything is everyone has heard that. And one thing I learned is that one particular point in time. There was 18 foreskins out there that were said to be Jesus and had healing powers, you know, and people were stealing these foreskins. And, uh, and one thing is said, unless Jesus had 18, uh, you know, uh, penises, uh, someone was lying or if not, they were all lying. So, you know, uh, I just thought that was funny, man, how people were out there passing along this, this skin saying it had healing powers. So, um, once again, not everything that glitters is gold and, once again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in for another episode and hit us up at grownfadepodcast at gmail.com. Share with us any stories, any lessons that you have learned, any travels that you have been on. We would love to hear from you guys and uh, share with everybody on this podcast. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys take care. All right. Have a good one. And once again, we don't know what you're going to be doing this weekend or on Monday, but we hope that you turn in next week for another episode. Thanks again. Talk to you later.